Testing, one, two, three. Is this too far? Testing, one, two, three. Hello, Take listeners. It's your host, Malika Bilal, and we are back. And we come with gifts. Starting February 3rd, we'll be joining you three times a week with new episodes from Al Jazeera's international bureaus. And as we gear up for our relaunch, we've made a few changes. I moved from interim host of this podcast to full-time. And I bid my TV colleagues at The Stream, which I've called home for the past eight and a half years, a fond farewell. But that is not all. The Take has another new addition. Broadcast veteran Stacey Samuel joins us as executive producer, and she's sitting across from me in our glorified closet that we call the Whisper Room. It's definitely small, and I'm not used to being in the booth. I'm so much more accustomed to being outside of the booth, at least for the last decade or so. But I'm so excited to be here. Tell the audience what we should know about you. And what I should know about you, because actually we're we're new to each other, too. We are new to each other, and it's so exciting to be able to work with you. I've worked in the business for over two decades, which I have the gray hair to prove. I've been behind the camera, in front of the camera, but I find I really like behind the camera and behind the mic and also being able to help be a part of the stories that all of you who are on the mic get to tell. I've worked with great talent at CNN and NPR and CBS News. I've helped manage newsrooms and shows. I worked for the Daily Beast. The thing that I've realized that I've loved covering the most is international news. Mm-hmm. That is where you and I are so alike. It has always been the thing that has sparked my interest as well. And so I knew I wanted to be a journalist from when I was really, really young. Um, I wanted to be a so many young girls, especially young black girls out there, wanted to be Oprah Winfrey. Yes, of course. And I'm I'm from Chicago, born and raised (gasps) in Chicago. So that was, you know, her studios were right there. And, you know, I was nine years old when Oprah came on television. And I, for the first time, I had that same feeling. (gasps) I saw myself. Yes. I saw myself on the screen. And people might forget how revolutionary that was, um, but they shouldn't forget because it's actually not that different now. Now there are more and more people of color. There are more and more women on our screens and behind our microphones, but still there is work to be done. And so I'm happy to be sitting across another woman of color and to be working on a team full of people um, that also reflect that international worldview. And more on them in a minute. Um, But before we get too deep in, I do want to know for you, after hearing about your career and all the places you've been, why podcasting? Why audio? So often, the stories that I remember the most, just in life, in the way when I think about the way I consume news and stories, has been radio. And I left television after almost two decades in the business and went to work in radio because the stories are so much more intimate. And you know from working in television Mm -hmm. that, you know, we're so confined by a three-minute story. Heck, even in radio, you get maybe five if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. But podcasting has become... My my intimate time with my friends that tell me the stories, I just keep going back to. Who else can tell me, give me 15 minutes, 20 minutes on a topic? 
that I am so engaged in and take me around the world to do so. Mm -hmm. I agree. I've always been audio adjacent throughout my career. So it started with a fellowship at National Public Radio, NPR, in Washington, D.C., where we are now. And though it is, you know, a radio network, I was working on the website. I was reporting and editing for the website. So very close, but not quite there. And then my next job was at Voice of America, which also is this huge organization, broadcast organization. And I was not on the radio there, but I was writing the broadcast scripts to be read around the world for millions of people who were listening and watching on their televisions. And so when I joined Al Jazeera in 2009, so coming up on 11 years in February, which is crazy when I think about it, people would text and they would tweet and they would message us and they would say, we love Al Jazeera, but we want the ability to listen on our drives to work. We want to be able to listen in our cars. And that wasn't a thing that was possible for us back then. So fast forward, here we are, 2020, and this podcast network is here. And so I am so, so happy to finally be completely delved into the audio side of things. Um, I will miss TV, I will say, having spent so long uh, at a a TV channel and a TV show. The Daily News Grind is great, and it preps you for so many things, but I'm so excited about this change. And you know what's so exciting about coming here and now are the people that we get to work with. Mm -hmm. Our team is so interesting. Every day I learn a little something new. You know, their cultural filters inform so much of the conversations that we have about the stories for the episodes that we'll do. And as much as I am American, I was born in New York, in Brooklyn, New York, and raised on Long Island, and I'm American, but... I'm also the child of of immigrants. My mom is from Haiti. My dad is from Trinidad. And it never, I've never worked in a newsroom before where when I say I had Muslims, Hindus, and Catholics in my family and no one bats an eyelash. Mm -hmm. It's just not weird to anyone else. And I've always been weird, other, different to everyone else. It's sort of hard for people to put me in a box. And you know what? This is the first time working with the entire team and no one's in a box. Hi, I'm Priyanka Tilde. I'm the one on the team who jumps up whenever there is any mention of free food. Literally, that's my main identity on the team. But aside from that, I've been with Al Jazeera for five years now. And I was living in Doha at the headquarters for the first four years of that. So that means I'm really emotionally tied to our correspondents and our producers who are based out there. So one of my favorite things about The Take is that we get to work so closely with all of them and really dig deeper on stories that they've reported on before but keep coming back to. I'm Indian American, so I'm always excited to be working on stories from the subcontinent. But I'm also really passionate about making big global stories relatable on a local level, like looking at public health crises or global warming through individual stories. I'm so proud to be part of a podcast that amplifies unique and diverse voices around the world. Hi, I'm Alex Locke. I'm a senior producer at The Take, and I first started watching Al Jazeera English when I was living in Damascus in 2011. It was basically the only channel that was reporting what was going on in English at the time. 
I still love working at this channel because I feel it's one of the only places that focuses on reporting not from where the bombs are taking off from, but from where they're landing. And I think that's really important. And it's something that often I feel is missing in media. The stories I'm interested in telling are mostly focused on global inequality. So whether that's health, technology, gender, borders and migration, it just filters into everything that we see in our world today. I'm Ney Alvarez, and I'm a senior producer for The Take. I was born and raised in Venezuela, and I've been doing journalism since I was very young. I've done it all, TV, magazines, newspapers, public relations, but my passion has always been audio. I started in radio, and now I'm back with podcasts, the new radio. My favorite stories are those where I can establish a human connection with people and with our listeners. And as an immigrant myself, I like to tell stories about other immigrants because today humanity is more concerned about dividing than uniting with each other. Hey, y'all. I'm Dina, the Palestinian on the team. You should know my first job at a college was actually selling flags at my dad's flag shop for a good two years. Yep. It took me two years to get a job in journalism. During my time as a freelancer in 2016, I decided to go to Jordan and work on an independent video project highlighting the lives of Syrian refugees living outside the Zatari camp. Then, soon after, I joined the Houston Chronicle as a reporter. It's there, in the newsroom for a newspaper, where I fell in love with audio storytelling. And then I decided to take a full leap into radio as an intern at NPR. I worked my way up, covered some great international and national news stories, before I decided I wanted to do that full-time. And where better than Al Jazeera? So now you'll find me reading the latest news on what's happening in Palestine and looking into the stories that you don't hear enough coming out of Africa. Hey, everyone. My name is Natalia Aldana. I'm the engagement producer here at The Take. I'm a San Francisco, Oakland, Bay Area native, and I'm just trying to figure out how to stay warm in Washington, D.C. I've been a reporter and editor for about a decade now, from local and breaking news to reporting and editing stories from Latin America. These days, I'm really focused on figuring out how to convert basically everyone into the takes writer dies. So I'm the one behind Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, just loading up your feeds with all the good stories that we have to offer. I'm Amy Walters. I'm a Californian, part of the U.S., but definitely its own state, state of mind, maybe. I've worked pretty much around the world. I've worked in war zones, natural disasters, that kind of thing. And what I remember from those stories, from those places, Afghanistan, Haiti, Libya, it's the people. You talk to people while this craziness is happening for them. And it's not a war for them or a disaster. It's their life. Their life is happening. And whatever news is happening, it's just one part of it. Those kind of stories are the stories we tell at Al Jazeera. It's the kind of story we want to share with you on The Take. I think this company attracts a certain kind of person. And I love that because it's the kind of person I love to work with. So they're curious. They're open-minded. They're not afraid to dip into stories that they had never heard about and the kind of challenge their own worldview. Um, And I think that's what the viewers and the listeners want as well. They want to be challenged and they want to hear about stories that they're not seeing and hearing every other place. And that's what the take is. And that's what brought me to the take. 
I think people also might be interested in what we know about you. So this is the time when I'm talking to you, the listeners, those who have your earbuds on or you're listening to us on your phones or you're at the gym. We know a little bit about you. Uh, We know that a third of you, a little less than that actually, are in the U.S. About a quarter more of you are from the U.K., Canada, and Australia. And the rest of you, you are from everywhere around the globe. So with that said, we want to know more about you, all of our listeners. We're really looking forward to talking to you directly on this podcast, but also through social media, hearing about what's happening in your corner of the world and your ideas for stories that you want us to cover and guests that you think should be on this podcast. So how to reach us, Stacy? If you've got a phone, you can find us. And we'll respond. We are on Twitter and Instagram. You can search for AJ The Take. You can also find us on Facebook by searching The Take Pod and search for The Take by Al Jazeera wherever you get your podcast. So that's Apple, that's Stitcher, Google, all the other pod places that you can put on your phone. You can also tell your home speaker to play The Take. I think we did it. I think we did too. And we survived being in this box. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It gets a little hot, but we're going to open the door now. See you soon. Can't wait.